no, he didn't. Girl, yes, he did. Again and again and again. He always did something. I don't think we're going to run out of episodes because he keep doing it. And him be different every time. <laughs> him and he be different. Um, Welcome to another episode of Oh No, Girl Yes. Make sure you like the Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Oh No Girl Yes. And make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Most of you yes. do listen to us on Apple, so please leave us a review. Thank you. I like the way you said, if you listen to us on Apple and you know that we have the analytics and you say, most, most of, of you, you do. do. <laughs> but if you Yeah, do. I'm talking to you. That right. one. I'm talking to you. <laughs> you, right, no, you right there. Right. Leave us a review. All right, so this topic, um, first of all, I wanted to address how we come up with topics. Generally, our topics are very, very organic to what we're actually going through at any given time. Yes. And so we'll start talking about it as friends, and then we'll say, you know what, let's just stop, save it for the podcast. So this is a real-time situation that I recently, like last week, went through. Mm -hmm. But it's something that's recurring, and that's why I said him keep doing it. Mm -hmm. All right, we have to challenge ourselves to be open and by open, we mean available. And whether that's you go out in body language, whether it's go out and being receptive to making conversation with someone that you might not naturally be attracted to, but just being open, mm-hmm. right, is a challenge anyway. But would you say that you are good at being just open to the possibilities in regards to a potential dating situation? Whether it's online, whether it's in person, are you open? I think for the most part, I am open. Um, but there have been times where I've been not so open. Like, I'm probably in a period now where I'm not too open. You don't I feel don't like you're feel open. feel like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think for the most part, I'm pretty open. So, if you would say right now you think you aren't open, just based on how you feel, if mm-hmm. you were out somewhere. Yeah, like, I was just at the gas station today, and I saw a guy try to make eye contact with me. That's not going to be a good example for me. It's not? No. Because I was like, no. Well, I think you should be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that's how that should go. Uh, let's give the example of maybe at a lounge or a bar. And okay, yeah, if I'm bar. out, yeah, if I'm in that setting, then I, that means I feel good because I'm okay. out and about. So, yeah, I'll be in a different Okay, mood. so when you say you feel closed, you mean today. You don't mean like this season. No, I mean this season. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, I would say I'm closed now, but I feel like I'm closed now based on being open a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> So my challenge is I feel like historically I am too open. Okay. Would you agree with that assessment yeah, of me? Definitely. Well wait, wait, why you say it like that? Well, what do you mean when you say that? And I'll tell you what I'm thinking. But you said it like You you're too open. But you mean I'm you, too open like giving people a chance or You or, do that, yeah. Okay. You you think the best out of everyone. So or, you know, you see the best in everyone. But I'm not I'm not naive. No, you're not naive. I know that's why it's weird. That's why it's weird. Because you re- you're genuinely surprised when someone does something. I'm genuinely surprised. <laughs> I really am. That's out of the norm or out of, you know, just yeah. wacko. Like, why would they do that? I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, you are, yeah, historically, you're you're pretty open. Probably but if, too open. But not even just in dating and not, scenarios. No, it's just in In, in, in life. Yeah. I believe and people want to be And great. you open your emotions to people, mm. trying, to, trying to, you know, pull something out of them. But you're draining yourself at the same time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what that is. So that's why I'm coming to this realization. And we've talked about this kind of here and there before. And just as a person, y'all, it, it really, it doesn't have to be a man I'm interested in. It could be somebody at the gas station mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I have compassion for. 
I would open myself up to try to see how I could help them. Now, by the time they would run a hustle on me, I would genuinely be surprised. Like, wow, that's so weird. That person did that when I was really actually just trying to help them out. Right. But I don't really consider myself naive. I'm just compassionate. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. you don't want to get jaded. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked at you when I said that. I I don't know why. Because I said jaded. (laughs) I don't want to become jaded. I don't want to become closed off. But I have closed the valve right now. So let me give a recent example. I dated somebody... Last year, off and on, we would have all these false starts. We met maybe last April, and then it kind of fizzled out by late May, and then we kind of reconnected maybe in July, then kind of fizzled out again by August, then we kind of <laughs> reconnected by late September. You know, so we just had several false starts. Okay. Um, but for whatever reason, I was really interested in this person. I'm using past tense now. because I thought he was different. I thought he was engaging. I thought he was unique. Okay. So every time that he would resurface, I never really took it really that personally because I would communicate with him and say, well, hey, why, why'd you disappear last time? Or what's going on? Or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not because I was trying to make him my forever. It's just I like consistency in people. You know, just let me know who you are. So our last reconnection last late last year, last fall, was based on us having honest conversations. Him saying, you know what, I, I tend to be a little um, emotionally unavailable. He said that last year. And he said, now that I've seen how you kind of operate, you're not chasing me down, whatever. It kind of made him relax and interact with me. Like, I'm not about to hunt you down and beg you to be with me. So if you want to be around, you can be around. If not, not. All right. All right, so anyway, we had another falling out last year, and so I had not communicated seeing this person since last October. He resurfaces last week. Mm -hmm. When he resurfaces last week, sends a text, hey, kind of checked in on me, and I was surprised to hear from him, but I was happy to hear from him because for whatever reason, I'm always kind of open to him. So he asked, could uh, he see me? And I said yes. I said yes immediately. Even though... I called you and shared mm-hmm. with you I had some some, some concerns yeah. about a reconnection, but was open. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... And we decided the concerns weren't... We, we didn't need to talk about the concerns right away. Let's just right. meet and see how this goes. Let's just be open. Yeah. Let's see. And then mm-hmm. if it's if you feel like it's a concern, have it later. Okay, right. so we discussed this. So you were encouraging the openness in that mm-hmm. moment. Okay, and so within less than 24 hours... Uh, this person started telling me about how he was emotionally unavailable and didn't want to hurt me and needs to do some work on himself. And I responded, well, wait, you would hurt me tonight? Like, wait, where are we going? Like, because at that point I said, just don't give any energy to it. Just, okay, where are we going? And I have not heard back from him since. After you asked him where, where y'all were going. Yeah. You said to me when I told you I didn't hear back from him when I said, look, where are we going? You said to me what? I said um, he just wanted to make sure he still had access to you. And that pissed me off. Yeah, I did. I wasn't saying that to piss you no, off. No, I know you weren't. But, but it was the truth. Like yeah, When you said it, it, it was like, like that's what that was. because He had no intention of doing anything or saying anything. Even He started the whole conversation about not being um, emotionally available or something. No, that wasn't the beginning. The beginning was, hey, no hard feelings from last year. Hadn't seen you in a okay. while. Thanks for, you know, I had helped him with something right. back then. He owes it all to me. Okay, great. Then he said, would you be open to seeing each other? And I said, sure. And then we made plans for the next night. So he night. used the word open too, right? Yeah. Man, he got you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes. And then less than 24 hours later, I, he, he I, was gone. The reason I, I mean, I, I could see it so clearly because we've both been through that before where people just want to make sure they still have access to you. They don't want you for a particular reason. It makes them feel good at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Right. 
So, but, but see, and what is it? What is it about men that want you to want them, but they don't want you? Well, I think that's awesome. I want you to want me. You remember that song? Yeah, I was just surprised you started singing it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that face wasn't because I didn't remember it. The face was why am I hearing it? That version of it right now. But this is why I'm I'm a little challenged in that theory. Okay. I believe men do that, particularly when you have a breakup, and you know they do the I just want to check on you, and it's like, look, leave me alone. If you mm-hmm. don't want to be with We've me, don't check memes. on me. We've seen the memes, you know, just checking on you. You were on my mind. I saw. So because I felt like that wasn't this. It was we have not communicated in you know four or five months. I kind of ended on a rough note. I hadn't reached out to him. He hadn't reached out to me. So for him to reach out to me and ask, could he see me? It wasn't just, oh, I was thinking about you take care. It was, hey, would you be open to seeing each other sometime? And I said, yes. He was, hey, do you still hate me? Oh, good. Glad to know. Wow. So so you really don't think he had any intention of actually seeing me the next day? Did you see him? And have you heard (laughs) from him since? But maybe it was because the whole emotionally unavailable came. Oh, let me mention why that came up. go ahead. Because we were texting back and forth, like, what did you have for dinner? You know, just very lightweight, mundane stuff, Um, which I thought was very lightweight based on the fact that I felt like we needed to have a broader conversation of why the last time we fell out. So Mm -hmm. by the time he's saying what you have for dinner, I'm like, or we could talk about the last time I saw you. But again, I'm trying to keep it light. I just want to kind of get out, have some interaction, see him, catch up, and see if I even want to have a conversation with him about that. Because it might just be water on the It might not even be worth it, okay? Mm -hmm. And so by the time we're having this light conversation... He made the comment about um, uh, being an, an entertaining, dramatic uh, person. And I said, well, it's not entertaining. We had a meeting, and it's not entertaining. He said, who had a meeting? I said, all of us who have not been entertained by you um, because you're so closed off. So he asked me to, he asked to, what did I mean? I said, it just means you, you know, kind of run when someone's getting close. So then he Googled it. Now, let me just say this. English is his second language, so... Sometimes some saying something like you're closed off might not really mean have a literal interpretation for him. Right. So he Googled it. After he Googled it, that's when he came back and said, after reading about it, I understand I'm emotionally unavailable. So I responded, did you have to read that to know that? Because keep in mind, we already discussed this last year as well. And so I also went on to say most men are emotionally unavailable. So where are we going? You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that's when he came back, well, I don't want to hurt you and I need to work on this. I was like, okay, well, you but know you're how not Google takes tonight. you down a rabbit hole, though. So he probably Googled that one thing and then it just like, was like, oh, so that happened to you? Girl. I don't want to be that person. I mean, I don't know. But he's already been that person like yeah. many times. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So at that point, I just I just wanted a date. I wasn't like, I didn't communicate to him, oh, great, you have returned. Now we'll be together forever. Or, wow, great, you returned. Now we're going to share all of our emotions and feelings. I was just like, yeah, I was open to seeing him. Mm-hmm. So for me, I get frustrated because I feel like I'm open. But hindsight, I feel like I have made myself too accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because honestly... If I were you and I had gone through what I know you went through with him last year, I probably wouldn't have responded. Really? No. Well, you were endorsing it once I told you about it. Well, at that point, but, I had but, already but responded. That's, but that's how you feel, though. That, right. I mean, you know, and I'm not going to tell you, you know, to feel differently because you know you like him. Right. Like, I, I don't know him like that. So right. my, my, my emotions aren't attached to it that way. But I know there are some people in my past that I did not necessarily have the greatest interaction with the last time. And I don't plan to talk to them again. Right. And 
I guess maybe I wanted an acknowledgement of the poor interaction last right. time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we had discussed. I said, okay, I'm going to give him the platform. I don't have anything else to say about last yeah. time. I want him to lead the conversation or would he lead a conversation into it? And so I made myself available. And we even said that. All you can do is make yourself available mm-hmm. for him to have that conversation. Right. There's nothing for you to say. So, but you made yourself available and it's like... Right. So now how do I... I'm closed off right now just because we just over it for now. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be a closed off person in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. And so how do you manage that fine line? It's a very, very fine line. How do you manage it between being open and being too accessible and too readily available yeah i don't know i mean do you do you even question their intentions when they call well you have to because i'm using the example of this what happened last week with someone i dated previously right but let's say you meet somebody brand new Mm -hmm. and you're trying to be open you still got to have that balance of okay well I i find that a lot of times we tend to kind of rearrange our lives and schedules to become available yeah. To hope that they will want to uh Because we're time. busy people. Right. And we don't want to appear that way. We don't want to appear that way. I don't want them to think yeah, I'm too busy to right. date them. Then I'm a workaholic and I just don't need anybody. Because then we've heard that too. Well, you're too busy to try mm-hmm. to find somebody. You're too busy for me. Yeah. And so we'll rearrange our schedules or we'll act like we're not busy to be available. And is that bad? Do we need to stop being so accessible and readily available? I think there's, I think we could. We could stay in the it's like. We could I think it's a balance, but it. how do we get there, well, I guess? How do we get to the balance? Like, what what's the technique to kind of say? Right. I don't I don't have that answer to be honest. I, I don't have that answer. Okay, so because I don't know I don't know how to go from you know it's either one extreme or another. Right, exactly. You know I mean? I either you're hundred percent focused in what you're doing and there's nobody there for you to even make time for, or there's somebody you're interested in and you make all the time in the world for them and then they don't want it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you're listening right now, comment on this and give us some ideas on how we can strike that balance between. Hey, I want you to know I'm open to what you could possibly bring to the table. I also have a life, and I'm not going to rearrange it completely for you right now. Yeah. Or, or ever. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But we got to find I've been it. told that I don't make myself available like I should, but I feel like I do. You've been told by who? People. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that you don't make yourself available. I will... I said this to you kind of recently about your last situation. Mm -hmm. You told this person you wanted to see them and spend more time. And then when it was time to do that, I told you you didn't seem like you had any sense of urgency about it. I didn't, but it was family circumstances that kept me away. Okay. A little bit. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Because I do hold grudges. Okay, so let's talk about that. (laughs) No, I do hold grudges because, you know... There's a thing. So I wasn't willing to be open at that point because it's like, well, Before I'm not going to break my neck to do something that you haven't break, broken your neck to do for the past month now. Now, let me ask you that. Do you think that lent itself to the result of the evening? It could have. And if that's the case, then so be it. See what I'm saying? That's where that little petty spirit is coming out. Oh, well. Oh, well. I was. I didn't feel like that at first. I was sad. I get that. If but I'm saying to you, when you were telling me in real time what happened, I asked you. I know. You, you, you stopped me in my stopped and I yeah. said, hey, it does not sound like you put any sense of urgency on seeing this person after you are the one that brought up that you wanted to mm-hmm. see him. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, did you realize you might have been being a little petty or is that a hindsight realization? No, it's a hindsight realization. Okay. I really thought that I had valid reasons okay. or whatever, but you know, hindsight, it was like, okay, maybe I could see how that, but then let's communicate that. Okay. You know what I mean? Let's just not. So be. even though you may have been the one that potentially could have been petty based on even having to have the conversation about making the effort, mm-hmm. 
hindsight tells you, okay, he may have been feeling a certain kind of way, but you still put the onus on him that he should have communicated that to you instead well, of him I, acting I, out. And the fact that I had to have that conversation in the first place, I feel like that was a, the telltale sign right there. I guess what I'm trying to get you to is what is your part? Because, I mean, you can't control his part, No, right? I get, but so no, what's your I agree, part I agree, that, that I, you I agree in hindsight. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could have made myself available faster. No, because that's not the point. I mean, but well, then what then what, what could yeah, I But that's done? what I'm saying. That's not the point. Should yeah. I have walked in and said, you know what? I probably should have been here earlier. No, that wasn't the point. I'm saying once you had communicated to him, and that's a whole nother episode. Because mm-hmm. we we were talking about, hey, sometimes men will react to what you communicate. And that might work. Because they react to something you said. And then there's this other part of us that's like, but why do I have to say it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's another episode, right. right? If I have to say, hey, wash the dishes and you wash them. That's great. They were washed, but I'm also thinking. But you saw them dirty Shouldn't dishes, have had to say it, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a separate entity mm-hmm. altogether. But now you've had the conversation. You asked him about the dirty dishes. He says, "Okay, I will wash them. I'm sorry, I didn't mean anything by leaving them in the sink." Mm-hmm. At that point, you took your time about even bringing them dishes to the sink. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were telling me that you didn't have a good visit, but you were also telling me how delayed you were in um, making it making it happen. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what's happening? Before you even finish the story, I said, you don't seem like you have no sense of urgency about mm-hmm. this. And you were the one that brought it up. Not saying you got to do all the I work. Did, I did not have a sense of urgency. And I, I admit that. Like, But I told you, you know, there were some things going uh-huh. on that made me not feel that way. Like, that, w- that was not my number one concern at uh-huh. that point. But, um, but, yeah, looking back, I can see how that. But even if that was how he interpreted it, it like, then let's have a conversation about it. So would you spearhead a conversation with him about it now that you have a different perspective no, hindsight? No. Oh, okay. Now, why no? Like, like now that you're a little bit removed from it, is there anything in Because you- there has been zero communication, and I feel like if you can go that long without any, like, talking to me, you know, kind of like But you've gone that was. long without talking to him, too. Yeah. And then, so, okay. So, but on. if in hindsight you could see what role you potentially played in that. the dissolution of the... not going to do it. But if you can look back and say, okay, I can see how well that may not have communicated what I meant. You know how separation can either make you feel drawn closer to someone or... Or just realize you didn't... Yeah, yeah I feel like the time and space is like, okay, well, I, maybe I don't need that in my life. You know, maybe that's not what I need in my life right now. And, and I was okay with that. Okay, and this is not associated with a petty? No, okay. no, 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 no. Because if I, I think if I, you know... And I'm not and I felt like it was something that was worth fighting for, then I probably would try a little harder. I get harder. you. And when I'm asking this, I'm not advocating for this dude. I never met him. I don't know mm-hmm. him. I, all men suck. So I'm not like on his side. <laughs> no, I get that. But I no. want you to be aware I think, of I think your that, part in it. I think, yeah, that's fine. And I'll accept that. Like, if he ever came to me and said, hey, this is how I felt. So, maybe, so if he reached out to you, know. would you respond? Mm-hmm. Not, well, that's and, what I'm no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. But I why? Don't, I don't think so. If he reached out, because I don't just don't even want to open that book anymore. I've closed that chapter. I've moved on. And what was this episode about? <laughs> what was being this? open and being open. Finding that balance. I mean, I don't. I, I told you, I don't have a balance. Is he? I'm all in or all out. So can I encourage you? <laughs> because here's okay. So this is why I will then end up in a bad situation, because in my mind, I feel like whatever happened between you two was based on. Him not communicating something or you not communicating something. 
So if he was to reach out and you listen and let him communicate, give him that space and you communicate what you have mm-hmm. learned or felt since So, then. okay, so it's the balance not necessarily saying, hey, we're going to try to work this out. It's just being open but to it's a just conversation. Being, okay, well, maybe maybe I could find a way to but do see, that. But see, but then you know why I can say that and then also not say that? Because I was open to a conversation right. with mine and then I'm sitting there and left holding the bag like, why did I tell this dude yes? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, it wasn't I that I was open to, oh, yeah, let's work it out and be together. It was I was open to seeing him and hearing what he would potentially have to say about the last time we saw each other mm-hmm. yeah so that's what i'm saying I don't, yeah, that's why we need help people <laughs> we need help <laughs> we need help we want to be open we do but we ain't gonna be open we ain't <laughs> it's hard it's really hard so it's hard because let me ask you this and we'll wrap up on this your emotions how would you say your emotions range from when when the initial fallout do you go from mad to sad like i generally will start off with sad and, and then, then go, to, go to mad and then kind of level off at sad somewhere and then to nothing. Where I do think, you go? I think I go from sad. I'm initially sad. I think you initially started mad. No. Mm-mm. By the time I talked to you, I'm probably mad. But, but that night you were mad? No, that was the next day. But I think I was sad that night. That night you were sad immediately? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't think I talked to you until the next morning. Or the next right. Day. I'm saying when you talked to me, but I'm saying by the time you realized it wasn't going to be a good visit and then you went out and hung out with your girlfriend or whatever, were you sad right then or were you mad right then? Um, oh, yeah. I was frustrated right then. That's what I'm saying. But on the, like, on the way. I tend to be sad first. Like, what? I can't believe yeah, it. No. I just want to okay, stay, you. you know, and yeah. then I get mad. Mm-hmm. I think you get mad first, and then sad, then mad. Yeah, after, yeah, and then you get back <laughs> mad, and you stay mad. You stay mad. That's probably what it is. Yeah, probably yeah, that's mad. what I'm saying. I start off mad sad initially, and, and then, then I get sad. mad, and then I get sad. We mad. do the opposite. <laughs> See, we do the opposite because my flow is I'm sad. This did not work out right now. Then I get mad thinking about why it didn't work out, and then I'll get sad about it never working out. Mm-hmm. And you get mad that it didn't work out. Then you get sad that it didn't work out, and then you get mad that it didn't work out, and that's where you stay. And that's why you're not going to respond if you reach out because you're in the mad phase. Mm-hmm. Well, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> I don't think it's going to reach out. But I'll let y'all know. Yeah, let us know. And there is no Ooh, chance that you will reach go, out. Before we go. Wait, and there's no chance that you will reach out. I got a, I got a surprise out. for you. What? No, there's no chance. There's zero chance you will reach out. Zero. I promise you that. No, I believe you. Okay, so. <laughs> what surprise you got for me? Guess who I ran into in traffic? Who? Taipei. Did you really? <laughs> Did y'all see? He saw you? Yes. Did y'all communicate? I was on the phone on a business call, and he pulled up to me, and I saw him, but I didn't look over there. And so then we got to the, we were downtown, and then we got to the next light, and he pulled down and rolled down his window, and I looked. He was like, what's up? And I said, oh, hey. And I'm still on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to act like I'm still busy. Then we get to the next light. <laughs> you just had to keep riding lights yes, with him? Yes, I, I rolled like three lights with him. And the the final light before I like drove off, I was like, I'm on the phone. You know, I just kind of mouthed it. And that was really weird. Was it weird? Was he attractive to you? Um, no. I mean, he looked the same. Well, I don't know. Were you ever attracted <laughs> to him? I was attracted to him. About that. I mean, but you couldn't see his pants in the car. <laughs> then there's that. Do you think I he really was? Didn't... When was this? Um. Uh, like a week ago. Oh, okay. So you haven't heard from him since? No, no, oh, okay. I, I, I didn't expect to. No, I was kidding. No, I told you he deleted me from social media. He probably deleted my number too. Oh. He's that type of petty. Oh, you gonna call somebody petty? He is petty. Hello, Pot. I'm Keto. <laughs> All right. Y'all, please give us comments because this is one of those situations we really need help. We don't know the answer of where do we draw that line between 
being open, but not being too available, not being overly accessible, and having some boundaries. But seeing what could happen, but not recreating the same scene over and right. over again. How do you remain open and then, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And I almost think, like, it ain't on us. It's not on us. But, you know, I always like to try to take responsibility for what I can because that's all I can control. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I would like for it to be on me. But if men just are dismissive horrible of your people. time and yeah and just horrible people in general then what are you gonna do to all the men that listen to us first of all thank you for listening but you comment please tell us you know inboxes we don't we don't you don't have to put it on the page everyone doesn't have to see it but tell us what why do y'all do that why do you want to know could you but you really don't want to yeah and why do you worry about being hated i had men tell me i don't yeah. want you to hate me they don't want to be a bad guy but you are but so i do hate you <laughs> <laughs> let's just live in our truth why don't we all right, make sure you follow the uh, YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. We're all there. Comment, share, like us. Please, somebody like us. <laughs> and rate us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, he didn't. Girl? Yes, he did. <laughs>